Welcome to Christmas in the Front. Party in the back. Podcast. On um, a live show. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I am Lauren. And welcome to our one year anniversary, Michelle. Yeah, one year anniversary, Lauren, but it isn't the only year we've done this show. We, of course, started uh, a year ago because it's our one year anniversary. So 2020 and 2021. This is actually, though, the one year anniversary of the day we were made redundant because the podcast did not come to, to birth a year ago today. It came after. Correct. Exactly. But um, basically, one year ago today, Michelle and I were made redundant from our corporate jobs at the company. Yeah. And um, we thought we are going to celebrate that shit because it is awesome. So thank you for making us redundant. If you can't tell, we're pretty excited to be here, pretty happy, uh, Lauren and I, with our clapping sticks and our drums and our cheerleading pom-poms so, and our kind of butterfly-like wing situation here, Lauren. We didn't know. Uh, we don't even live in the same, you know, city or town or anything. Um, but, yeah, we managed to coordinate beautifully there with the wings. We've got a wing yeah. theme. And it's all about rebirth, I think, yeah. isn't it, for us, from the very beginning of that rebirth? Yeah, like wings are kind of like flying free. Yeah. You know? So it's actually super symbolic that we both yeah. chose that. Yeah. Uh, it just shows how aligned we are, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And reverse yeah. Is, um, is significant for me, as you know. But just a bit of background, I guess, for people who aren't, um, don't know our story um, and aren't familiar with us. We were made yeah. redundant a year ago today and uh, March 30, 2020. And it was very interesting because I, I went first. I, uh, I sent Lauren this very tearful SMS. I was sitting on the toilet floor. Um, in tears. Oh, cheers. Here we are. Cheers. Uh, cheers so he, to the toilet floor. Yes. Um, <laughs> my eyes out and I sent Lauren a message going, I've just been made redundant and I was very upset. And uh, she sent me back a lot of um, inspirational quotes. She was sending me back Oprah. It was like, you've got this girl and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And anyway, I sort of dragged myself out of the building with all my things that I remembered to take with me and a little bit I forgot. Uh, and then next minute I got a message from Lauren going, um, I've just made Mag redundant too. And it was it was terrible because you had just spent all that time sort of lifting me up and, you know, thinking, you know, your job's safe. And I didn't expect it. I didn't expect you to go as well. And, um, mm. yeah, and here we are. Yeah, I did not expect it at all. I remember um, that was the day that the uh, that the Australian government was about to announce the jobs uh, job keeper package and everything, and so I think that there was kind of a um, I don't know. I guess like a lot of people thought that that the company wouldn't make any decisions until that sort of announcement was had come out, and then you know it's kind of like okay, well, where are we at now? Make a decision. Uh, but as we know, that didn't happen. So we got made redundant before that announcement even yeah. came out, uh, yeah. which was kind of a bit shocking. And I remember sitting in my um, at my desk, and of course, at this time, we were working from home. I remember I get that message from you, and you're telling me that you're made redundant. And I went, whoa, I was so shocked because I just knew what a champion you were. Uh, and especially because you and I worked together, I knew what a what a champion and what a resource I was losing by that decision and then you know yeah i think probably must have been one to two hours later i was called into a very important meeting right away that i needed to attend right away it wasn't like come in an hour and um, i was made redundant as well and given about three hours to yeah. um to pack up almost five years of of working in that role so i remember feeling um 
Oh, it's weird when you talk about it. Hey, Michelle, you kind of go back for a second and you're like, oh, I got to sit in that for a second, but it's okay. I can sit in it. Um, I remember feeling that I did this to myself <laughs> um, and that it was meant to be, even though it was sad. And, uh, and as we know, you know, we've talked about it on our podcast, Business in the Front, Party in the Back podcast um, before about our transition and all of that. And, um, you know, if you're watching at home or, you know, whenever you watch this, it's, it's kind of fun to go back and listen to those first episodes because it's really raw for us then. And we're really sort of figuring <laughs> it out and, and like treading water in a way. But at the same time, uh, we both know intuitively and um, in the core of our being that nothing happens without purpose and mm -hmm. nothing happens without um, us being protected by the greater vision, which is, you know, essentially setting us on the path of what we came here to do. So however you want to look at that, Michelle and I are into the woo woo and that's just who we are. So that's, that's okay. Um, yeah. So today we thought, you know what, we're not going to sit here and go one year ago, I was made redundant. Hell no. We're going to party and we're going to enjoy. Yay! Uh, Cheers. We're going to enjoy one year ago that we were essentially set free. And so uh, what do we have planned for this sort of conversation today, Michelle? Lauren, we're going to go talk through, um, I guess, you know, some of the steps we've been through, the processes we've gone through, because both of us started our own business. Um, we were running it on the side, but we certainly weren't doing anything sort of full time. We had our side hustles, you and I. Um, yeah. so we're just talking through that process and also some of the uh, takeaways I guess, that we've had from that um yeah, since we were both uh, let go by the company. So, um, yeah, did you want me to kick it off or? Yeah, why don't you kick it off? And I guess I will say as well that we've kind of put together a bit of a top 10 list mm -hmm. as to why being made redundant was the best thing ever. So we'll definitely get to that as well. But yeah, I guess, Michelle, it would be interesting to know sort of what your first action steps were after you were made redundant. And as we said before, they're all captured in our previous episodes which uh, we have new episodes launching every Friday oh, but um, yeah I guess how would you kind of summarize you know where you went like being made redundant to where you sort of are now can you summarize something like that so quickly there was yeah and look, there was definitely a period of um grieving I would suggest I would say for me but you know I am a bit woo-woo and I do look for signs and uh in terms of rebirth I just wanted to talk about rebirth because we're both wearing this sort of wings and the butterfly look today um is when I was made redundant I remember you said to me um I'm sure it was you you said to me something about you know this is a rebirth Michelle you know this is going to be like you know being born again you know this sort of thing and then Sarah rang me from Spiritual Events Directory and said, can you write for our Rebirth magazine? And I'm going, ooh, hang on. And then someone else said Rebirth to me. There was three Rebirths, three Rebirths. Wow. Another Lauren who was also made redundant um, from another company. And I just thought, you know, there's too many signs there for me with this whole Rebirth thing. Um, so I just figured it was meant to be. But there was definitely that period of shock where I didn't do anything. Um, I think there was about, you know, a few days, uh, probably two days where I just I just was in shock and I just sat around and I just didn't know what to do with myself. And I thought, well, I better get my resume sorted. Um, and that was mm. kind of the first thing that I did was focus on my resume because I thought, well, I need to get another job. And to be honest, Lauren, I mean, my instinct and my intuition was to get back into what I was doing. Um, that was my intuition. It didn't really enter my mind seriously to be doing what I am doing. Um, but my, yeah, certainly my intuition was to get my resume sorted and just start applying for as many jobs as I could. And that's exactly what I did. That was my first real action step when I came out of the shock and the grief. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's so funny because when you go through something like that, like being made redundant, I don't know about you, but that never happened to me before. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think there's a knee jerk reaction where yeah. we go, okay, this traumatic event has happened. I need to hurry up and I need to do something right now. Whereas I think, and it's so funny because hindsight's 2020, obviously, mm -hmm. but I think that sometimes when you have an experience like that, it's actually wise to just sort of sit where you are with it yeah. and experience that for a while and then almost make a calm, rational decision. So I remember as soon as we got, we found out I got made redundant, um, my partner was in the middle of building his own business and you know all this. And I remember thinking, okay, we don't have my income now. And so we thought we were going to move. So we started looking like basically the day after to maybe move, relocate entirely. You know, oh, wow. COVID was really starting. Uh, we were thinking maybe we would get out of the house we were in because we were renting and we could, we would move in with family for a bit while I started my business. That was definitely going to be the plan, but it was about how can I start my business and how can we also afford to live the lifestyle we'd been living, I guess, in a way. And so uh, that didn't end up happening because my business ended up kicking off and all these things sort of happened. And uh, yeah, I guess it's just sort of funny how <laughs> sometimes when I think about that, I go, wow, if I had moved, that would have been a completely different life as opposed oh, yeah. to just sitting and staying where I was. And what, one thing that I thought was really cool about that experience being made redundant was that I finally had a little bit of time and a little bit of space, I guess, to practice what I really wanted to do, like to play mm -hmm. in the podcast space, to, you know, to maybe have a little bit of time to dream bigger. You know, I think that when you're, when you're in a company and you've been working hard and you've convinced yourself, you know, and I think it's authentic. Like I know we both really loved our jobs. So that was yeah. the other difficult thing about it. But mm -hmm. I think at the same time that you know, when you're living within constraints, sometimes you think, oh, yeah, this is great. But you don't realize that there's a ceiling on everything, that yeah. there is a limitation to all of it. And we're going to go through that when we get into our top 10 here. So, um, you know, having the kind of the space and the capacity and the, the time, I guess, to be able to work on the things that I wanted to do. Uh, sort of slowly unfolded from there. And that's how we got into the, um, you know, why we started our podcast, because during that time, Michelle and I, and I'm just going to lump myself in here and say that you feel the same, <laughs> but we were really like the A support team for each other because yeah. we were going through, funny enough, the exact same thing on the exact same day from the exact same company in the same department. And so we understood each other really really well and up to that we'd always had a good working relationship but we hadn't really been friends like we were now and so hanging out with each other and it was really hanging out with each other over the phone we've never met in person yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was such a gift i mm -hmm. i feel that yeah i will always be grateful that you got made redundant as well mm -hmm. which is probably totally selfish but if it weren't for you i think that i uh, my my journey would have been more challenging yeah for sure yeah, totally agree totally agree and there are a couple of other people in the company um who made redundant as well from different departments but yeah who i've remained in contact with and i know you have as well so it's been um it's been really good to have that sort of little support network but um just touching on something you said earlier lauren i think for me it was about getting back into that comfort zone because uh, we did love our jobs, you know, and I, I love what I do now. But 
there's also that, you know, instinct and that's when sometimes we take those irrational steps or we make decisions where we don't really think them through because we just want to get back into that comfort zone and I was definitely in my comfort zone. Um, you have the income, you have the annual leave, you have all those things uh, and there's not a lot of full-time work available now for people and uh, that's certainly what I found because I didn't get any, um, you know, even an interview and I haven't been unemployed since I was 14. So that was definitely yeah. for me. But, um, yeah, in the beginning, that's when we can make irrational decisions and, and take those unusual steps we wouldn't normally do because we're panicking. You know, we're in panic mode, we're in shock. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's good to have those couple of days, which is what you and I did, to just sort of have a think about, um, do I really want to do that? Do I really want to move, you know, to a different location? Do I really want to apply for 50 or 60 jobs, which I ended up doing? Um, and then I sort of thought, well, this is really all I've got. You know, I need to earn money. I've got a mortgage and mortgages, plural. We had two mortgages um, to pay off. So, you know, I just had to get in and do it, and Spirit sort of um, headed me in this direction, and I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, I love it. So let's get into the top 10 reasons why being made redundant was the best thing ever. Number, are you supposed to go, like, 10 to 1? Because we wrote it 1 to 10. Uh, Should I start at the bottom? Work our way up. Um, Hang on, I should do the drum roll, shouldn't I? Yeah, um, I was just thinking that yeah. number one is should be the first one though, because number ten should be the last one. Okay, so we'll I guess it's ten. Let's just say number one is ten. Okay, number ten. <laughs> um, the top decision was made for us. So what we mean by that is that Michelle and I, like we said, we were comfortable. We were working in a corporate job. We had consistent income, all those wonderful things that come with it. Um, but we never would have really done what we were meant to do probably, or would have taken a long time. And so now we have the opportunity to do the things that we were meant to do, um, which is run our own business and make the impact on the world that we want to make. And if you want to know what we're doing exactly, listen to some of our other podcasts because we're not pitching today. No. So that's number 10. Do you have to add any, or do you want to add anything to that? Uh, yeah, I'm the same as you. I think I was never really going to take that leap. And I had had a few little sort of pushes and a few uncomfortable moments where I was like, oh, you know, this is um, maybe not for me. Um, and I had questioned myself. And certainly in the lead up to the decision being made, there were a couple of things um, where I'd sort of pushed the boundaries a little bit with stories and, and had a huge impact. Um, but a few people, I got a few people offside in the general public. So, you know, there were some moments where I had that pushback where I was like, I don't know, like, is this really what I want? You know, all this scrutiny and all this sort of, you know, stuff. Like, so I definitely did feel that sort of um, uncomfortable feeling. And I think I just wanted to say that because if the, you know, viewers are watching this and thinking, oh, like, had I, I don't know, should I leave my job? Should I leave my job? If you if you're getting those sort of little pushes and those little niggles and you think, oh, you know, it's a bit uncomfortable, that could be a sign yeah. that you need to move on. So and it is yeah. a blessing. It is a blessing. Uh so number nine, Lauren, um, we took away the ceiling on revenue. Um, and this is a great one because, you know, I don't know if the general public knows if you haven't worked as a journalist, but not not the best um it, it, they don't pay great um very well but i had in this role because i had created a particular role that i was doing um pretty much from the ground up with some insight from yourself um you know it was a brand new role and so um there was no sort of set income i guess and um and i managed to negotiate a pretty good income as part of that um which is probably one of the reasons that um that i was booted because i think it was um based a lot around that not so much our expertise or our experience 
So uh, now, I mean, I certainly, most weeks I double or triple my income because I'm doing the mentorship, I'm teaching Reiki, you know, I've got a lot of other things on top of just the readings and the healings that I generally do. So, you know, now there's no limit, you know, there's absolutely no limit. I can create a card of decks and I take a cards and sell them. I've um, got a book in the works um, that I, you know, am very close to publishing. So it means that essentially it's opened up the door now for all this beautiful creative energy and I didn't have that when I was working as a journalist. I wasn't doing all the creative stuff so much. So I yeah. think, um, you know, we're now creators and uh, the creators certainly of our destiny and we're really molding that. So I'm really excited about that. The other thing is that if you work for somebody else, you're always going to have a ceiling on your income capacity, I guess you could say. I mean, some people work in commission jobs. So what you put in, you you do get bonuses. So that's awesome. But your base salary is still always going to be sort of capped at something. Um, so one of the freedom things that you um, that you just mentioned there, one of the awesome things about me being very, very redundant is that when you are running your own business, when you're building your own empire, that you're the one that essentially can, you know, kind of open up the door for you to have unlimited earning potential. And yeah. that's true. You're in control. You're in control. We're in the driver's seat, which is scary because, you know, honestly, I mean, you and I, we work alone and, uh, you know, I am, I can't, I can't sell my business. I have nothing to sell because it's me. You know, it's me at the forefront. It's me doing everything. If I go on holidays, I can't have someone come in and step in and do the readings and the mentorship and all of that because that's, that's me. I'm the, you know, it. (laughs) So there is a little bit of pressure, you know, with that. So, and I think you would agree with that. Um, You know, it's hard. I do mentorship. I do teach people, certainly. Um, But I I could never have anyone step in and and do what I do in in place of me. So The cool thing about our podcast, though, are these are things that we're working out. So, you know, as time goes, Michelle and I are both creating opportunities for our business to run separate from us. And um, so, yeah, that's increasing the revenue opportunity. All right. Number uh eight give us the freedom to choose so i remember when i worked with the company that i had to ask for permission to do everything mm-hmm. <laughs> i'd like to do blah 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 okay well i need to get it cleared from blah 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 i'd like to go here i need to get it cleared i'd like to do that i need to get it cleared uh i have the freedom to do whatever the hell i want now we're gonna have lunch breaks now lauren we can have lunch breaks have lunch breaks that was an episode we talked about that in an episode (laughs) yes yeah yes that was yeah that was a big aha moment yeah so that was a big one it's like being at school sometimes when you think about it you don't think about it when you're in the moment but sometimes it is almost like being in school where you have to ask to go to the bathroom you know everything like you really you don't have any freedom Um, yeah I want to take a day off well I need to get that approved. We've got to reply, you've got to fill out this form. Everything's yeah. about forms. It's all, you know, paperwork. And that's, you know, that's certainly how business runs. You know, that's a, a big business and that's quite yeah. normal. You know, we're not criticising that. But, you know, and that's for some people, it's not for everyone. You know, Lauren and I are both D-type personalities. We like to lead. We like to make decisions. Yeah. So, you know, for some of us, um, you know, it's just better for us to be out doing our own thing and, calling the shots essentially so it just doesn't work for everyone isn't that funny that's a great segue because we're leading into number seven which is more creativity which I was just sort of alluding to and when you set yourself free I feel which is what we've done 
you then have the ability to create. And so I'm getting some really wonderful ideas around, as I said, you know, creating a deck of cards. Um, I've got my book almost done. I've got, you know, several others in the works. You know, there's so many different creative things. And also, you know, playing music. Like I've got my silly little instruments here today. Oh, I didn't bring my flute down, but I do play the flute. And the flute is actually excellent for opening up your chakras. Uh, it really is. And the particular notes, all of the notes with the flute, you can tune them to the different from the bass to the crown um, and really open the chakras. Um, I've also got my crystal singing bowl, which is great for solar plexus. So all of those things, you know, if you get the one for sacral chakra as well, which I don't have, you know, that's opening up your creative energy and getting that flow happening. But even just having the decision made for us, and that's what I felt, was I just really started to think outside the square because I thought, well, I'm, you know, doing my resume up. I think my resume is good. Um, I'm updating everything on LinkedIn, you know, and I'm not getting any bites. And I just felt like for me, that made me think outside the square, which is more right brain and more left side of the body, uh, which is a creative side of the body. I was like, man, you know, this isn't working. I need to try something different. It's a definition of insanity, isn't it? It's, you know, doing things the same way and expecting a different result. And I wasn't getting the result that I wanted. So I think for me, having that decision made um, just made me think outside the square and, and that opened that creative space for me. And, and here we are, you know, a year later. I love that. I think that for me as well, I was really creative in the role that I was in, but I feel that not a lot of my ideas were utilized. Yeah. And it's still within so, the parameters of what's, you know, set down for you and yeah, in that exactly. role. And so yeah. exactly like you said, you know, when you run your own business and as D people, we like to do it our way. Mm. Um, nothing wrong with that, uh, especially when we know that about ourselves. Mm. Uh, the other thing too is, you know, as entrepreneurs, we know that there are so many things and projects that we want to do. So we do, you know, tend to have an unlimited sometimes tap into creativity and, um, you know, inspiration and projects that we want to get to. And I think that when we have no one saying that you can't do that or that's not mm -hmm. going to work, that you instantly become a yes person because it's about this feels right with me. I want to enact this, you know, mm -hmm. uh, maybe not right now because we can't do everything as we know right now. But, you know, further down, I'm going to implement this concept. So, yeah, yeah I think that for me, um, having the freedom to be as creative as I want to be is really important because I think that in a way, a lot of my light was going out mm. um, yeah. in that, in that capacity. Yeah. Okay. Number. Just, oh yeah. Go ahead. Quickly, um, three months into me working for myself, I started my mentorship program and I just wanted to say this to the, the viewer and uh, listener as well, that, you know, it's about listening to people. Also, because my, the reason I got into radio is because I was working for Hungry Jacks on the drive-through, and people used to come through and go, "Oh my gosh, you know who's speaking on the microphone? You've got a lovely voice. You should be on radio." And that's why I got into radio. And then while I was in radio, I was then hearing from sorry when I was made redundant, I was hearing from a lot of people saying, "You should really teach." And every psychic, every everyone, every reading I've ever had, they've said to you, said to me. Michelle, you're a teacher. And I, I didn't quite understand what that would be. I knew I wasn't going to be a school teacher, but I knew that in some capacity I'd be teaching. And I kept having people say to me, you know, you need to teach, you need to teach this, you're really good. Um, and so, you know, after three months, that's when I launched my mentorship program. And I was thinking to myself, oh my God, Michelle, you've only been doing this full time for three months. Are you crazy? Like, why, why would you be teaching versus someone who's been doing this for 17 years and isn't teaching? And I thought, well, why not? You know, I listen to people. People are saying to me they want someone to teach this. And you know what I've actually found since I started teaching that not a lot of people are. 
there's not a lot of opportunity to learn from people in Australia um, the craft, you know. And so for me to do this, it's opening up an opportunity for those people who want to learn. And now I'm teaching for people around Australia and around the world. You know, I've got overseas clients who learn mentorship through me as well. So I just wanted to say that, you know, don't ever sort of sell yourself short. You know, I'd only been doing it full time, full time for three months. And that's fine. And I did have that lady, as you know, who said to me, oh, you know, she's very like, oh, you know, how long have you been doing this for? What's your experience? Can I see your resume kind of deal? And I said, I've been doing this for full time, you know, for six months or seven months or whatever. And I didn't talk myself up because that's honestly what I've been doing. And she never booked with me. And that's fine because the people who want to book with me, they'll know intuitively that I'm the right person for them. I'll, I'll never talk anyone into that. I just wanted to add that. <laughs> very good. All right. Uh, next one is number six. We set mm -hmm. our own deadlines. So this is cool because when you work for somebody else, they tell you in general what they need done by when. And I remember very often I would get an email. I need this done right now. And it's like, stop everything. You know, yeah. uh, when you run your own business, you set your own deadlines. Now, obviously, this can sometimes be a blessing and it can also be a challenge. Um, one of the things that I do teach is time management. So if this is something that our listener or viewer at home is thinking, damn, I need some help with this, um, you know, send me a DM and I can connect you to my free masterclass. But what I will say is that when you run your own business, you like everything else, you have the freedom and the creativity to set your own deadlines. And I just think that that's awesome because mm -hmm. if this particular deadline is not going to work for me in my life right now, I can just move it because that's I'm in control. <laughs> yeah and that's um it's a good one because it's a little bit about boundaries for me because I've been learning a lot I know this is sort of you know your gig because you're all about time management and stuff like that but for me I guess I've always worked for other people and I was just so used to other people you know, setting the deadlines having the control all of that sort of stuff and when I got mm -hmm. here I just sort of thought my god this is this is like too good to be true like I had that moment for ages where it was just too good to be true I was like you know what like I can set my own hours and I don't even know where to start with that. So I was like, you know, I do do before and after hours, but generally I set my hours to nine to five. That's generally what I've done. Um, and then sometimes I will do sort of outside of that, you know, for different people, but, you know, then I'll give myself a break during the day. And that's one of the things um, that was a big thing for me was, um, yeah, just figuring it out. It's like, do I, like, what, do I want to work seven days? I don't know, you know, so, um, but also giving myself deadlines in terms of, you know, for me, I, I leave everything to the last minute. I am a last minute person um, and because I'm used to the adrenaline working in a newsroom. So if I'm writing my mentorship program, I had to write level two, um, then I needed to have people signing up for that to push me to write it, if that makes sense. So that's how I work. Um, so, you know, mm -hmm. unless you've got that reason, you know, for doing it and same with my book because the book's taken a bit longer than I would have uh, liked. Um, so I need to have those deadlines. I had my publisher say to me, you need to write this within three months. And I did it. So, you know, as long as someone gives me that deadline, I'm good, but I need to have the deadline. If they just say to me, oh, look, get it done whenever, you know, 10, 12 years down the track, I'm still writing it. You know what I mean? So for me, I like to have, um, you know, sometimes deadlines set. Um, but also for me, if I've got people signing up, then I've, um, you know, I'm happy. Like I've got people, um, joining and, and then it gives me the motivation to actually do it. Um, so Lauren, number, what are we up to? Five, um, yeah. is stress less. Uh, and this is a great one because certainly that's what I was saying, I guess, about the too good to be true thing. Um, it just felt, I just all of a sudden didn't have the pressure. 
all of a sudden I didn't have any pressure and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I can do this fun thing and pull cards for people. That's ridiculous. Like I just thought it was the most ludicrous thing that people were paying me to do this. Um, but there is so much less stress. I can block out my calendar, you know, if I need to. And I can go and have breakfast with my girlfriends any day of the week, you know. Back in the day, I couldn't do Live Life Get Active. There were so many things I was missing out on because I had my set work hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can block out your time and go and do fun yeah. stuff. Go to the beach yeah. in the afternoon if I don't have readings. Exactly. I love that. I know that one woman I interviewed on the Raw Raw podcast, she was talking about um, how to manifest $10,000. But one of the things that she mentioned was that when she was building her business, she wanted to create basically a six figure business working only part time. And so what she did is during her day, she would watch an episode of Friends in the middle of the day, just to kind of put the intention out that she didn't have to work all the time. And uh, that just, it just made me think of that because uh, definitely not watching an episode of Friends when you're working for the company. <laughs> no. no, although we did have the telly on for the news, but uh, sometimes days of our lives or something else would come on, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right, episode, uh, number four, work-life balance. I guess you sort of touched on that just then when you were talking mm -hmm. about being able to go to the beach and then also being able to work. Uh, for me, I'm the same I'm the same, you know, some days I'll wake up and I'll go, you know what, I'm not going to get into the office until nine because I would like to go for a run or do some yoga or read or color. I'm really into coloring or anything. And then some days I'll go, I really feel pumped up. I'm going to go into the office at seven, but I'm going to end at four. Or I'm going to end at one or whatever. So yeah, it's pretty cool that we determine our work-life balance based on what we intuitively need mm. at that time. Yeah, and having said that, I think it's taken a bit of practice because I know you and I both yes. had those moments where we, we ran ourselves into the ground and we're burning the candle at both ends and we're working. Yes. Uh, I work seven days a week a lot of the time. Um, but, you know, it, it is about having those moments for yourself and receiving and remembering to top up your own cup. Um, and we have to do a lot of work, Lauren and I, because we are workaholics on um, finding that work-life balance. Because when you're working for yourself, the work's always here. It's always at home. It's always around you. So yeah. it's just to to do that so yeah yeah that's true i'm glad you brought that up because we're we're definitely you know we're highlighting all of the you know the 10 reasons why being made redundant was the best thing ever but it doesn't mean that we're not learning a lot of lessons along the way and so one of the things yeah is that you know when you listen to our episodes we talk about that we talk about the truth you know we talk about those times where you know, maybe we need to pivot something that we've been doing in our business because maybe it wasn't working the way that we thought it would. Or maybe we realized, yeah, we've been running ourselves a little bit haggard that we need to step back and yeah. allow inspiration to enter. So we go through all these things in our in our uh, podcast, which I think is really important because we want to keep it real and relatable, which is mm. which is super key. So yeah. uh, number two, we two, uh, number three, three. vibrations. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and this is a little woo-woo, but it was just about the music, really, um, because, you know, I'm using, I'm playing music now just to keep my vibrations nice and high. And, you know, when you're in the company, I mean, we did listen to the radio all the time and, and things like that, but I guess you're listening to their music, whereas now we have a choice. Um, and yeah, you were also paying attention to a lot of ugly content. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. whereas I'm not doing that now. I've got this beautiful space, so I'm creating the energy that I want. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of that is I'm using the music, um, the vibration in the background, 
uh, to do that. And again, that's the decision I can make because I can burn my incense. Whereas I was trying to burn incense at work and I'd set off the smoke alarms and I got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So now I can like, you know, control my space, control the energy and the, um, the music is a good one for raising vibrations. And I just wanted to uh, mention that as one of my top three, because that's, that's my daily thing now is um, listening mm. to music. Yeah. And you know what I do actually um, is I often will go and I will listen to something by the pool and I'll suntan yeah. by the pool. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't doing that before. I can tell you right now. Or sometimes I'll meditate for a bit. Not sitting next um, to the pool. No. Yeah. No. Or so, <laughs> no. Or sometimes I'll go to the beach and have a swim. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it's so yeah. awesome. It's about yeah raising vibrations, but it's like checking in with yourself and going, okay, how can I, you know, lift myself up? Am I a bit tired? What can I do to kind of like bring that up? I'll sometimes yeah. have naps. I love naps. It's my favorite thing. Absolutely. Uh, so those are all things that we do. All right, number two. This is my favorite, and this has always been my plan. We can live and work anywhere in the world. So uh, my partner and I recently bought a house uh, about oh an hour God. and a half from where I used to work. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's super exciting because I can live and work anywhere in the world. If I was still with the company, there's no way I would have done that because I would have had to drive to work probably an hour, 15, an hour and a half every day. It probably wouldn't have really been in my mindset to to do that. Uh, so yeah, so working for myself has been, uh, is given me an opportunity to work and live anywhere in the world, which gives me freedom to live the life that I want to do the things that I want to do. Mm. So yeah. that's for me. Is that and I'm the same, you know, we're, we're building a house. We bought a block of land, as you know, to in the same week or like a week apart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more about the Zoom aspect. Um, so I hadn't really considered that because I was doing a lot of face-to-face -face readings before COVID or pretty much all face-to-face. -face. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Zoom? What is this Zoom thing? Oh, my God, I can like record on there and all of this stuff. Uh, I know it's a different platform to what we're using today. But, um, you know, it just it allowed me so much freedom. And I've got clients all around the world and I just couldn't believe it. I'm like reading for people in America and Latvia and all these different places, Canada. Um, you know, I just sort of think that is amazing. And I just opened up some of the avenues um, for me to, you know, spread the word and just talk to a lot more people. Um, so I feel like the online realm has really um, opened up uh, a lot for me. And so the number one uh, thing that we came up with today, Lauren, is no one can tell us what to do. We make all the decisions. And gosh, don't we like that being the deeper, deep personalities that we are? Um, yes. No one can tell us what to do. I mean, like my husband telling me what to do. Um, so, you know, it's all the decisions. There is pressure with that, though, as we said before. We did talk about yes. this earlier. But, you know, it's that creative energy, the ability in us now to go every day we wake up and we just go, what am I going to do today? What's my day going to look like? And it's like setting the intention and, you know, um, having the, the people, you know, I say to spirit sometimes, you know, give me some people that are really going to challenge me today or really going to mm. what their life mission is or life purpose. I love to do those sorts of readings, spirit guides, you know, all of that stuff. Um, my nails are actually really fabulously purple, aren't they? Look at that. They are fabulously purple, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's about us setting the intention for our day and what we want that to look like and not even our day, but the rest of the, you know, our life. Um, but certainly for me, I, I do like to focus on the present being in the here and now. Um, what am I going to do next? What is my next task? Um, and it is about, you know, every minute, every minute we have an opportunity to make a decision and it's our decision. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, and that's good because <clears throat> even if something doesn't go the way that we intended or the way that we thought it would, there's always a silver lining. There's always a lesson. There's always, we're always being gracefully guided um, to the next thing, um, which sets us 
closer and closer to you know our the path that we want to be on so it's super super wonderful that's freedom all right that is freedom so that's our top 10 list so michelle we do need to wrap it up because as you know i do have to i have a client meeting very soon here yes. <laughs> um which is awesome because i booked that in myself at this time so nobody told me to i chose <laughs> which is awesome <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, you know, um, you did mention a lot of the things that you're working on. I mentioned a lot of the things that I'm working on. I guess one of the things that we do want to remind our listener, our viewer as well, is that, you know, we are putting out an amazing podcast and we're doing it every single Friday with a new episode. Did you want to touch on that just briefly? Um, yeah, you know, the podcast is exciting. Lauren and I both have a background in radio. Lauren um, has done some radio announcing and, and so have I, but mostly news for me. Um, and we were just, you know, catching up every week anyway. And we just thought, well, you know, why not uh, put this on, on air so people can hear it? Um, because, you know, we're pretty interesting. And uh, we're just a couple of gals. We're quite different, Lauren and I. So the interesting yeah. thing for podcast is often we, we balance each other out really well because Lauren has quite different perspectives to what I do. Um, yeah. And we've upbringing so i think for me it's a very interesting um you know chat and we often have experts on you know we'll often chat to someone else if we don't know everything about you know whatever we're talking about so yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely tune in and we're on all the platforms and we're just um here to have a little bit of fun and we're just like you you know we're just like you guys so we're yeah. not yeah different we're the same so that's hopefully we're just putting a different couple of spins on our different topics that we're talking about yeah, exactly. And the thing is that we do keep it real. And because we're D personalities um, and we're basing that off of the disc profile, D-I-S-C. So if you want to, um, one time I spelled it D-I-C-S, don't do that. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, we so we get each other and so we're blunt. And that's the other thing that I think we just tell it like it is. And we both respect each other for that. And uh, like you said, you know, we're both coming at it from different perspectives. Michelle's a lot older than me, so... <laughs> You couldn't tell though. Look how you look how useful I am, Lauren. Useful you I look am. super. You, you I don't dye my hair. We haven't had that conversation. I don't dye my hair. Oh, natural. That's true, and I definitely do. But anyway, uh, we digress. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we would love to hear from you. If you're enjoying the show, please do share it with a friend. Um, if you, you know, haven't caught up on all the episodes, there's always going to be something for you. Like Michelle said, when we have different experts coming in, talking about everything from cryptocurrency to beauty. Uh, so, and everything in between, which is really awesome. And like Michelle said, we've got a new episode for you every single Friday. So check them all out. They all encompass a lot more than just the title. Sometimes they mm. might say yin yang yang, but in that episode, we go deep on a bunch of stuff. Plus we always do a little recap as to where Michelle and I are at in our business and the things that we've learned in that week. So mm. uh, one of the, you know, the biggest business tips ever is to learn from somebody else's mistakes so yeah. that you don't have to repeat them yourself. And so that's one of the things that we definitely do offer you um, in our show. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And um, don't forget that we uh, will soon have little snippets. We're taking out little snippets, which is going to be really cool of some of the things we're talking yeah. about. So yeah. We do have interesting chats outside of that title. As Lauren said, it's not always just about that heading. We do have interesting yeah. chats outside of that. So we're actually going through taking out little snippets so you can hear some of what we're talking about um, just to entice you even further. So, yes, exactly. The business, the business in the front. Party in the back. <laughs> One year redundancy recap party. 
Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, new episode launches on Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, as we've mentioned, if you want to hear anything on the show in particular, please do send us a message. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. <laughs>